What's up, everyone? Welcome back to season four, episode one of Two Pairs of Brothers. It's been a long, long time since we last recorded an episode, but we're back today with a fresh new episode. We've got Afan, we've got Josefa, we've got Mahad, and we've got a special, special friend, Shunur Shah. How's everyone doing today? It's good. Absolutely well. amazing. This is this is this is me and my Max right now. <laughs> And complain. Good to be back. It's good to be finally doing this. You can expect us to try to record every Sunday. We're going to try to make a good faith effort to do it and try to be a little bit. Inshallah is the, is the word. Inshallah. <laughs> if not, we can at least shoot for one Sunday a month. Yeah. yeah. That can be our. That can be our a lot more reasonable. Yeah. Content's coming out. Con- content. Content. Be ready. Well, we're excited. We're excited to bring that content finally back, um, as Azan was saying. Um, since it's been a while, uh, do we want to start from the top and give a quick life update on everyone? Because a lot has changed in the last year. Um, so I feel like we can let the audience know what's changed in our lives in the last year now that we're back. So we're going to start from the top. Azif, you going to start with you? Yeah. So I think our last episode was July 19th, 2020. Oh, my God. So I think that's over. That right? <laughs> Who was that with? Was that with Hamza Q? That was with Hamza Q. So I'm just looking on uh, Apple Podcasts. So I just wanted to see when our actual last episode was. Wow. So I guess 18 months ago, almost. Yeah, I think so. That's 18. Anyway, so, or no, it's 12 months, sorry. But yeah, I, since then, have gotten married. So Yay. got married December 2020. Congratulations, man. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That was a long way. Thank you for congratulating me. But you know, life goes <laughs> on. You know that I'm happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> Humble life goes on. Happy time. Nice to have someone to hang out with now in Atlanta. You know, nice. do, do some stuff, do some chilling. But you know, do <laughs> some chilling. <laughs> and this man's smiling real big for all those for all the people. Who can't Best part about right my wife is that we can hang <laughs> out in Atlanta. <laughs> A lot of NBA players be hanging out in Atlanta doing who knows what. It's been safe out here. You know, holding it down. Telling them life, man. Alhamdulillah. Going well. All right. Who's next? On to you, man. By order. Hey, y'all. Last time we checked in, uh, I had just started my third year of medical school. Now I missed my fourth year of medical school. Uh, The grind has never been more real. Uh, My destiny will be decided in eight months. Uh, and you know, just living day by day, uh, just taking the world in for all it has to offer. And hopefully, uh, eight months from now, I'm still standing. Hey, you will be, man. Hey, man. I know you will be. High hopes. High hopes, inshallah. Inshallah. All right, is on you next? Well, let's, let's hear a little bit from Shanur. Let's get, let's get a life update. Oh, yeah. oh man. Uh, so a year ago, I was working for the Wiggins Child Pentazis Fisher Law Firm. Uh, one year later, I was still there holding it down. There, <laughs> and yeah, that's about it. That's what man, this man does. This man so central to Birmingham. <laughs> Birmingham cannot operate without his presence. You know. Yeah, that's so true. I'm here doing my best. He's kind of the glue that's you know stuck uh, all these communities that you know now we're back in the SIP, Athens, Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia. I, I just know one day I'm, I'm gonna sell this is for all the real people out there. I'm gonna sell down in Gluckstadt one day. Gluckstadt. <laughs> Gluckstadt the city is my home, man. You know, Mono, I never I never thought of it that way, man. We got a Huntsville community and we got a Madison community, and what's the glue? It's Shanur Shaw in Birmingham. Oh, man. Damn, it's it's an honor. Yeah, man. Honor to know all you guys, man. Absolutely. All right, Zan, you want to you give a little bit of a, a spiel? Last year, when we last recorded, I was heading into my second year of law school. Now I'm heading into my final and third year. So that's pretty much it, really. Nothing's really changed. Trying to get through it. Trying to be done as quickly as possible. And hey, yeah. Mama, we made it. Last yeah. year. <laughs> last year, me and Mama are both going to be graduating in the spring. Yep, inshallah, inshallah. Inshallah. That's some big moves right there. Now, fun. I guess it leaves it to me. Um, so July 2020, you know, I was sitting in my room in quarantine, pretty much doing the same thing, still sitting in my room. 
not in quarantine though. Um, I'm engaged now, which is a big life update. Oh. I, um, and yeah, this past summer was was really crazy. I got engaged at the end of my first year of medical school. Now I'm in my second year of medical school. And the last podcast we recorded, I was not in medical school. So, you know, time flies. The grind does make time fly even faster, honestly. And, you know, like Mahad, I'm sticking it out on the grind. You know, hopefully I'm still standing at the end of all of this. So <laughs> I also forgot to share one piece of, you know, my, my personal life. <laughs> I'm also engaged. Whoa. <laughs> engaged to the grind, my brother. Yeah. Man, that's something Omar would say, man. Hey man, yeah. Honestly, hey, who do you think has been we've been hanging out with here in Birmingham? And Strawberry Cafe crew, we we we, we holding down strong. Yeah. Hey, Mod, I say we uh we share that question with Azefa that you post, Omar. Uh which one? Oh yeah. Zefa, for example. You know, you're making decisions about your career and your life, and either you can be a CPA or you can be just any other kind of job in the business industry, still making good amount of money, but you can be with your wife and a family. What do you choose? I wouldn't, I mean, the CPA affords you that, but anyway, I guess... Isn't the question more of a medical base because y'all yeah, do work a ask, lot more? Just, just tell them what, what you post to, to Yeah. This is the right. exact question. So my, my, our friend Omar, a very accomplished guy, very motivated, very ambitious. Mashallah. Mashallah, Mashallah. you know. He's going to make a far in life. And this man is very committed to being an orthopedic surgeon. And uh, I posted Omar a couple of weeks ago. We were sitting in Macario's. And, I, you know, I've been having a lot of deep thoughts about life. Uh, you know, I've just been... Uh, had a lot of time on my hands, so I've really been thinking my life through. So I asked Omer, you know, whether or not 15 years from now, would he consider choosing a, a different specialty in medicine? Um, but having a family and having, you know, a social support system, or is he that committed to orthopedic surgery that 15 years from now, uh, he would uh, rather do that uh, for the rest of his life? Uh, and his ambitious self, prefer the latter option. Uh, and most of us on the table disagreed with him, but I, I see where he's coming from. Uh, what do y'all so think? I'm gonna, so I'm going to start off by assuming, I feel like all of us would go with the first option of having a family. Yeah. And I know Azan, I know Azan definitely would. And I'm pretty uh, yeah. sure Afan would too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I would definitely go with the family option. First of all, I don't know. I guess for me, a lot of it is about financial compensation. So it depends on what you money and i think orthopedic surgeons are probably in the millions anyway so that's a lot of money but if it's up to like three hundred thousand, two hundred fifty thousand, i still think that's enough money and still having a family and you can do it and maybe yeah i won't make a million bucks maybe won't make half a million dollars maybe but hey at least i'm enjoying life and i feel like 300k works for it man you really made a cost benefit analysis of your family that's a great way to put it (laughs) (laughs) no i mean i think it comes down i mean you can definitely go for it i think that's what like a lot of CEOs or stuff like that. That's I think it's something they'd really have to think about. It's like, yeah, it's like how much do you want to sacrifice for? I guess your ambition to your career. And personally, I mean, I'm not a doctor like all the rest, like Afan and Mahad here. So there's a lot more commitment I would say that goes into doing that field versus. And I think same with law school, like three year extra to law school, and especially if you go big law, I think that's a lot of work as well. But I feel like at the end of the day, I mean, you gotta do things you enjoy and love. I mean. Yeah, career is nice, but what the heck? I'm going to be 65. What, who, who's going to need me for my career anymore anyway? Just like enjoy the like family, the loved me, ones. Me, me and Shanur and a couple of Saad and Omer were discussing a little bit of this earlier today. And Shanur says, you know, he was never motivated motivated by money. Yeah. And, uh, and me, initially, I think I was motivated by money. I was like, okay, uh, you know, I love taking care of people, but if I'm going to be compensated for it, then being a physician might be a solid option. I think over the ca- course of the last four years, I've kind of maybe strayed away from that opinion. Uh, I think for some people, the answer to this question can be a little more dynamic depending on life circumstance. Um, I don't know. I, I think the answers we, we give today are, are the problem for the four of us, the five of us are most likely the answers that are going to remain for a lifetime. Uh, but for so, certain other people, I think that the answer to that question is dynamic. I think I agree, but how, how did the fun answer? How, how did you answer this question? I think, I think Mahad put it best once when I was talking to him is like, 
once you go through this process of school, especially for so long, you start, you start realizing that maybe like work is a means to, you know, facilitate your lifestyle. You know, I'm not trying to make it sound like, all right, we're not in it to help anyone or, you know, cure anyone or whatnot. You know, all the classic examples that someone gives when they're thinking about becoming a doctor. But at the end of the day, you're a human being before you're a doctor. And the way a human being should live, in my opinion, is, you know, what you were saying is to have fun and to enjoy this this thing we call life, as cheesy as that sounds. And I think <laughs> the best way to do it is to have people that, you know, you love and who are your friends and your family to be around you. I think it can be a very scary, like scary place to go if you are in a path or so committed to something and you're isolating everyone else around you to get to that end point. So I think for me, like I would be happy becoming, you know, like now that I'm here, I'd be happy becoming any type of doctor. You know, I'm not very like, obviously I have interests and I have specific things I want to do, but at the expense of not having a family, I don't think that's ever something I'd ever consider. Yeah. No, I think something like going on my experience when I first moved to Atlanta, I worked a lot. It was pretty lonely. And then to be honest, not very fun. And not like I made a lot of money, but I think I enjoy it more now, obviously being married. And then also, I guess, seeing, seeing my parents more often. So mm -hmm. I think it was personally more fun for me. Absolutely. Uh, you know, my, my approach to just working is very utilitarian. If not, I'm not working. If I'm not there, someone else is most likely going to be there. Because, you know, in any industry, <laughs> most industries are well over machines. Um, I'm here to help people. I'm here to do my job. But at the end of the day, I'm, I'm here to, uh, I'm also there to go home and, and live my life to the fullest. You know, we, we have a very short time on this planet. You know, I recently turned 25 and I'm realizing life is starting pretty much past me by. Um, I mean, literally I'm, I'm young, but I've already definitely lived more than, more than a quarter of my life. And I, I, I don't think I'm ready to accept that lived more than a quarter of my life. Dang. And I put it that way, man. Omar might have changed his answer. <laughs> nothing going back to like something i think i think azan you know i know azan loves the mba and i don't know if he has the same feelings for law school or i guess a career as a lawyer in general but azan how would you like think about that well when i entered law school i was like determined to do big law and you know because the the compensation out of law school is quite enticing and it, you know it's you know freshly grads making that type of money is really good but then you know maturing is realizing that big law is kind of just like not it to me it's like the crew, there's no work-life balance they don't treat you properly for the most part maybe sometimes you're not valued you're just basically just a machine doing that so you know through law school i kind of just lost my motivation to do that really and thought about what really makes me happy and like you know spending time with obviously my fiance my family my parents everyone and then also just my other hobbies was just just basketball like if if my work's taken away from that I, that's, that's kind of an issue for me <laughs> so <laughs> so like that's what i like if if my work's taking away from what i like to do in my free time then that's an issue um so i, I never i, I want to have the best work-life balance i want to have and, and like Upon said, my job, I, I, I like law. I like I like studying it. It's quite interesting. But as I've gone through law school, it's pretty much for me, it's just about, you know, it's a means to live my life. And, you know, when I'm at work, I'll be at work. I'll be fully attentive. I'll do whatever I need to do. But when I clock out, that's it. Like, I'm not going to be thinking about it at all. So I, I like the last one Izan just made. It's not that we, we, we want to go away from work or, you know, not work to the fullest. When I'm when I'm going to be doing my job, I want to be the best while I'm doing it. You know, I, I want to be successful at it. I want I want to you know be there. Um, but I'm just saying I want to maximize my time out of work too. Absolutely. And to like to counter for Omer here, I don't we don't want to just dog on him. No. I understand where he's coming from. Like like part of your happiness is tied to you know doing something you have to commit your whole life to and going to work happy. And if he goes into something that you know he hates and has to be miserable for the rest of his life. You know, I can see why he would not choose that option, but I think there is a, a point of inflection or a trade-off somewhere where, you know, the, like the time period was what, like you'd have to be a doctor, a different doctor, right. Or just, what was it? What, what was the, the original question? It was like, 
you would be you wouldn't be married for 15 years right yeah basically okay yeah so i think that that's where like the issue in this question comes is 15 years is a long time that's a lot of sacrifice you have to give you know and i think you can find an alternative to in his case off the uh, orthopedic surgery um that will afford you you know 15 15 good years of your life but if it was like maybe like two or three years that you had to wait you know like yeah. i feel like that's more reasonable but 15 yeah. years is like already what you were saying 25 years is like a more than a quarter of your life that's another quarter of your life basically that you're you're going through a grueling path with basically alone think about it culturally don't people i guess pakistani generally or they usually just get married after med school anyway though so i guess yeah but i mean i guess everyone's their own so yeah 15 years would be what like when you're in your early 40s yeah yeah that's that's a little too much right there then you gotta think of like you know your kids and i guess it kind of puts a strain on your the the rest of your i guess like your family probably puts like you know some there has to be some family pressure that comes into that at that point you know hey y'all want to hang out we're gonna be like bro we're married (laughs) (laughs) Loki Loki should already feel that (laughs) (laughs) bro we got kids now <laughs> bro my kid yeah, out. Actually I'm too busy. On, hey can i come hang out with the kids <laughs> <laughs> oh man hey, and we're gonna ask to play basketball mom, it's gonna be all our kids <laughs> mom, 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 coming over <laughs> you got nothing better to do on saturday afternoon <laughs> oh man hey man I'm corrupting your kids. <laughs> hey, I'm welcoming it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta show them the other side of life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Shinori's gonna be the, the fun uncle kind of guy. The, yeah, too much fun. Mm-hmm. Too much fun. Dude, what, what if you all gave y'all's kids to me and Shinori babysit? Like, for all y'all's kids, me and Shinori take them over. You all want to Yeah, no. Yeah. Only for a night. Oh, okay. oh for a night. Yeah. yeah. Either way. <laughs> Those kids are gonna come out different. <laughs> They're gonna go through life changing experiences. Yeah, your kids are gonna go come, come out pretty communist if they stay the night with me. To be honest, <laughs> honestly, in twenty twenty one, I don't know if that's a bad ideology. I think. These the means of production. Yeah, man. All right, should we move on to our to our next topic? <laughs> They're trying to silence, silence the communism <laughs> talk. Oh my god! <laughs> <It makes sense. laughs> oh, shit. Damn, a phone worker for the for the <laughs> damn corporate corporate of fun. Yeah, no, we, can go, we can go on capitalism. God. <laughs> but I just want to I just want to plug Karl Marx. That's my plug. <laughs> <laughs> Not sponsored. <laughs> we'll make sure to put that on your credentials. <laughs> <laughs> Shinor Shaw, Marxist. <laughs> All right, time to, time to move. Yeah, well, yeah. that was the second topic. We got to bring Shinor in, too. Yep. All right, the, the Ted Lasso comparison. I think Shinor might be uh, almost an expert at uh, yes. uh, moving forward with this one. So you, you started off. I hope everyone's familiar with, with Ted Lasso. It's the number one show on television in my mind, the most endorphin-releasing moments of my life for the past five weeks or so yeah um i've been having a good time it's been helping me out you know just having you know just being me so what do y'all think what are y'all's takes on ted lasso i want to hear from shinora first yeah let's hear yeah i watch like so much television that's just like it's all very good but it's all like uh oh here's like the dark side of the superhero business or you know here's a seedy underbelly of whatever you know uh it's just it's all like very bleak and like about anti-heroes and just kind of supposed to be like edgy uh and then like ted lasso really stands out in that it's like it's like infectiously optimistic i think is like the best way to say it um i remember like when the ads for it came out like a few years ago when like uh nbc brought them bought the rancher like the premier league and stuff and it was like a very funny very much like a very funny like sketch comedy thing that was like i was like a one-time thing and then they turn it into like something that's like very like full. So it's like, it feels like it's like chicken noodle soup on like a, when you're sick. It just, <laughs> it just, it's like, it feels very good. Like two minutes into like w- watching Jason Sudeikis on screen on the first episode, like I caught myself, like I was just like smiling like from ear to ear. It's like, I was like, it's like, it's, 
uh, probably like my favorite show this year uh, is yeah, it stands out on its own. He, and it's Bill Lawrence is like already like a really good like like he made Scrubs. I love Scrubs, right? And is everyone's just like it's just like a yeah, like I said, infectiously optimistic show. Makes me feel good after I'm done watching. Viral TikTok idea. Y'all know that sound? Hey, who got you smiling like that? Oh, yeah. That's right. oh, I'm just very surprised <laughs> that that's not already. Like, oh, no. God. So hey, you yeah. got to make that tonight. Yeah, hey, man. It's not me. I'm just throwing the idea out there. That's, that's for my audience. Okay. I'm taking care of my audience. Give y'all ideas to be successful. That's a great way to put it. The chicken noodle soup. That's, that's like a perfect way to describe it, I would say. Just really warm. Warm show. You know, I think the best part about the show is it's it's completely like diverged from the fact that he is an American football guy who's coaching soccer. Like, like that is such a tangential part of the show now. Like, yeah, yeah. It just seems like the actual coach now, even though you know he might not know what he's doing. But like they they brushed on that again in like that that first comedy sketch that they made, and then like the first couple episodes where you know he's trying to get accustomed to life. But you know they didn't really focus on his transition to becoming a soccer coach, they focus on his transition, you know, to becoming a different person. Yeah. Or, or become like, or bringing his own personality on the team. So like, tra- like basically changing the team. Okay. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly that it's probably my favorite show on television right now. Um, yeah. They've quite relatable too because the main characters are you know either professional athletes professional coaches or people working in professional sports but yet it's very relatable to the common person which i find pretty awesome like great themes great lessons you learn something from each episode they had an episode in i think season one when ted lasso was like experiencing like a panic or anxiety attack so that you know that was a big like mental health awareness episode it's just like you know, the, the theme of like all these athletes, all these big people, they're not impervious to the to hurt or to problems in society. So that's, that was really cool. Yeah. So I've only seen one season of Ted Lasso and I watched it last year. So unfortunately for me, Apple, I don't have Apple TV plus at the moment, but <laughs> need to get on it. looks like. You broke, bro. Don't sponsor this podcast. I need some money. Anyway, but I, I, I watched the first season and honestly, again, like they're very, warm-hearted amazing show I, I remember i watched it when it first came out like i know apple tv does the one episode a week kind of thing so and i just remembered it's always getting pissed that i have to wait another week <laughs> for the next episode to come out all right we wanted to spin this segment by uh doing kind of an ode to our friend group uh <laughs> if, if that's all right with everyone uh consent in advance <laughs> um hey so man if we if we're if we're roasting Omar again, man, he might he might not like. Oh us God, no! Omar, we had a, I think me and Shanur have a pretty fair comparison for Omar. I, I want to hear what y'all's are. Uh, so we're gonna take uh, characters from Ted Lasso and uh, compare them to members of our friend group and see where they fit in. Player comps. Player comps. Player comps. So is this like big, just personality wise, right? Because Omar's yeah, yeah, Omar's yeah. really play soccer. Yeah, yeah this, but, this has to be personality, right? Yeah, more or less. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It goes with or the just like the show, whatever, you know? well, however you see. It. Yeah, however you see fit. Okay. If if, if okay. you can argue that it makes sense, then we're here to listen. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> who, who are we? Who are we putting on the block first? Oh, should man. we go character by character, or should we do? Uh, or should we just name? Should we, should yeah, just I think character that would that would work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sure. Lead us off. Which character are we doing first? Um, I won't start with Zahn, actually. We should start with everyone in the Zoom yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and then I think I was talking to Maha about this. Maha just nailed the, <laughs> nailed the head on the hand with this. For Zahn, I think it has to be Higgins. Oh, God. It's not your Higgins, bro. <laughs> oh, man. He's just a family man. just cares about everybody. Yeah, man. I, that's a good one. I, I kind of see Higgins in myself. As man, well. I, I thought you were about to say Nathan. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> oh man damn already was, firing the nate shot i was waiting to see who would get called nate first to be honest <laughs> hey yeah, nate, I, think, I love nate though i love nate's nate going the biggest places out of everyone man yeah 
No, I agree. Higgins, that, that's a really good comparison. I love Higgins. And just committed to his, uh, his family and his job. Exactly. I see that, for, see that for his on. It's just a, a match, just a match for, for me. Thank you. Oh, that makes me feel good. Yeah, and like... I second that. Absolutely. I agree. And I, agree I guess the, the Christmas episode this past year really kind of cemented Higgins. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Higgins, yeah. yeah. Episode was awesome. Oh, my God. Part of gold for both the team and his family. Yeah, and he's always, like, checking up on other people and, you know, yeah, seeing what he can do for others. And that you know, and also like you know trying to be the best at his job that that was that was perfect all right next on the chopping block <laughs> Fun. Yeah, who, who do you got oh man who, who should we go for next what about Jose all right fine do you got it oh man who do we say Jose for us I, I was I, I was Isaac Isaac McAdoo yeah dude Oh. <laughs> in the first season when Isaac threw that chair at the TV in that water bottle during Catan I see a little bit of Higgins in Jose as well yeah I think you can yeah Isaac or yeah he's got like a mix of Isaac and Higgins I think also what what's the what's the assistant coach's name Beard Beard yeah I think I think because he's like he he like tells you how it is, and Josefa is like exactly yeah, like that. Yeah, that's what yeah, Josefa is. You know? He'll always tell you tell you straight. He's not gonna like beat around the bush. He, like if you need some advice or you need someone needs to get like put in their place, he will tell you. You know, yeah, you know how like like about that. He rates his food like oh it's pretty good or like yeah exactly. And that's what like whenever like like Ted is asking for advice, like he'll just ask you know the assistant coach, and he's gonna straight up just tell him like ripping the band aid off immediately. You know. That's a good point. <clears throat> a few words, but nice. intense insight. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking Abdullah yeah. for, uh, for Beard as well. Yeah. Abdullah's too playful for Beard, man. Beard. That's true. Beard. I was just thinking Abdullah, Abdullah will tell you how it is, though. Yeah. But yeah. The might be better comp for that. There's a lot of mix. Yeah. I think there's going to be a mix of like a bunch yeah. of different. Yeah. yeah. I thought a lot of Roy Kent. I'm pretty serious. I would consider That's myself. True. Roy, I see so, a lot. Of Roy. Like, That's what but, I was thinking. Long foot. But are you? Or are you yeah. really not really a grump? You know, Roy's. No, no, but I'm not a grump. But I was just thinking like his aspect. Like he's always like yeah. serious throughout like all the episodes. That's true. That's true. He is a leader, you know. Roy's a leader. Jose is a leader. I don't know if I'd say myself as a leader. Hey man, <laughs> when we're when we're playing five on five, you know who's our captain? Who I'm playing ball, dude. That's for ball. I'm not even that good anymore anyway, so <laughs> Yeah. I, I, I do see I see a mix of a couple of different couple different characters all right next on the chopping block font yeah oh let's hear from uh zon first let's, let's hear what zon has to say yeah um, let me see Fawn. i see some sam albisani on him honestly yeah Dude, that's like, a that's high praise, that's very high praise. <laughs> yeah that's pretty high I, w- I would never call myself sam I see some Sam, you know, he's, he's optimistic for the most part. He's good at what he does. Sam's a pretty good soccer player. You know, if we're comparing our sport, which is basketball, like Vaughn's good at basketball. Um, he likes to pull people together. He's not too loud. So, yeah, I see some Sam in him. I think he makes the right play. I think Sam always tries to make the right play. Yeah. That's a good call. But I, I think Afon's more confident than Sam. Like Sam has some self-esteem issues. Oh. I don't. I don't. I don't think Afon has that really. But I see some Sam in him. Sure. I agree. What were you guys think? What were y'all thinking beforehand? We, we were actually thinking Sam is such a good player that we should refer him anyone yeah. out of that. Not for him. He's such a good guy that he doesn't deserve any yeah. <laughs> That's what our initial thought was part of the episode. Yeah. Um, we're, we're too much of scumbags. Jokingly, uh, Shinura last night, we were, we were talking about the group chat. And uh, Shinura almost, uh, I'm not trying to start any beef. I'm, I'm, really, I'm really not trying to start any beef. But Shinura almost reflexively said, uh, uh, Avon reminds him of uh, a. <laughs> Who? Who? Nate. It was reflective, man. Hey, you know what? Hey, I'll take it, man. My thought process was to instigate 
uh, that was all it was. I was like, who, I feel like people get mad if they got compared to Nate. <laughs> so I was like, if I called a fun Nate, uh, he'd probably be upset. <laughs> Yeah, I could. Then I, Omer, Omer made it about hype, though. I didn't make it about yeah, hype. Omer, like, out here just. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I, I feel like, personally, I, I think not like, you know, skill wise, I could see a little Jamie in me just because I feel like uh, maybe a future version of Jamie. I don't know. Yeah, if yeah, that Jamie. makes sense. I see that. Yeah. Future Jamie is Yeah, that's true. But Jamie, like, I feel like. like just me personally, I feel like growing up, I had a lot of anger issues and, you know, used to get mad yeah, at a lot yeah. of people. And now, now that I like, as I've grown up, I've calmed down and I'm pretty, I'm pretty calm person now. Um, that could but, be Isaac too, low-key. Yeah, I, I would take Isaac. Yeah, I can see uh, Hans, uh, Isaac. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so that, that leaves me out of us four. God. Oh, this man is Ted Lasso, bro. Hey man, uh, that's, that's too high. I think, you know, uh, it's honored to be compared to Ted, but yeah, uh, you yeah. know, we were talking about this. So we, we didn't know who Trent Krim was. I think I'm Trent Krim. I think, Oh, I'm, you are Trent. Krim. <laughs> I'm just here inquisitive. It's here to start, you know, just hot really... takes and see what yeah, they love. Right. Wait, wait, who'd you say? <laughs> Trent Krim? The independent, the independent. Trent oh, Krim. shoot. Yeah. Low, yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. That was really spot on. Because you you like to like, you're very inquisitive. Like, if someone makes a point, you're just like, you know, what about this? What about that? <laughs> Even if I don't agree or disagree with them, I just want to have like further like inside of. Truly, is a devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you interject at the perfect moments, just like <laughs> he does. Yeah, perfect. That's a yeah. good one. Yeah. I think that's- all right, Shanur, who, who, Shanur. I think Shanur might be Ted Lasso in my, in my mind. Damn. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Sh- Shanur just feel good. Uh, yeah. Infectious, as he said, his energy. I agree. I, I actually really agree with that. He kind of, like I mentioned, he's the glue that brings us together, whether it's like, you know, we're just like chilling here now exactly. or whether or not we're having a game night or, you know, whatever it is. He's, he's the, sometimes he's just kind of, Sitting in his corner, but he's still the, the you know the, the start of the party. Damn, no, I mean, Shinner brings together. I mean, we're all again like said beginning pot. We're from different places, but Shinner's been in Birmingham for there. And if you go to Birmingham, you can't go without seeing Shinner. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you you guys honor me. That's that's high praise. I don't know if I can. We're, we're, we're gonna stamp that one. Ted Lasso. That's Shinner shot. Can't believe it. Coach Shaw. Highest praise I've ever received. I think. Yeah, it's high praise to call someone Ted Lasso. Hey, man, if you ever need advice, you know who to go to. Coach Beard. Okay, next one. No contract for SGA, though. Come on. (laughs) We're not not at that part yet. All right. No pun intended. No pun intended. Danny Rojas, Daniel Kawaja. Yeah. Oh, 100%. That's so so good. They're both basically golden retrievers, whether they're playing basketball or soccer. And they're always running around doing something. Right. Energy. Something. High energy. Yeah, yeah. High energy. High motor. High energy. I think, I think at this age, Daniel could still run and play basketball for all day and still not get tired. Loki, <laughs> Loki, if lost, also Danny Rojas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I see some uh, Ted Lasso and uh, Daniel as well. Yeah, I see Ted Lasso. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're such a cool friend group, man. Right. We're, 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 we're all going to feel good. <laughs> we got next. We to, we we we're going to we're having to crush someone. We're going to have to crush someone. Uh, oh. I guess I, so we should move on to Omer next then? Oh, God. Omer. Okay. What Omer, you say for Omer? Omer. No, Ma, Ma, I think Ma nailed it for All right. Omer literally broke me. Broke me. Broke me. Broke me. Omer, every single sentence, every other word, the F word. Roy yeah. Kent, every other word. Yeah. yeah. No <laughs> doubt, Umar, Umar Yusuf is where got to fight. Both got to fight. Umar's not that grumpy. I would still say that, though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, these characters aren't perfect. They're not yeah, going to yeah. mold. They're not. But language is. Umar's language is it's Roy Kent. It's literally Roy Kent. <laughs> <laughs> and his knee. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes Omer uses the F word and it doesn't even make sense. I'm just like, <laughs> why, that's the quote of the episode, man. Yeah, that's a good why are you point. using it? Like, what's the point? <laughs> we love you, Omer, man. We, we've been crapping on Omer the entire episode. Omer is, uh, is 
is amazing. Man, I'm, I'm Team Omer, man. I'm Team Omer all day, every yeah, day. He was, he, almost, he was almost on the pod with us. Yeah, man. Yeah, and then skill-wise. No, like Roy Kent, he couldn't stay away from the game. He went to a soccer game. That's why he's not here. Oh, my God. Just like Roy uh, that's so bad. Oh. God. Man, I love you, Omer, but as as KPJ would say, I had his ass sliding all over the court last weekend. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Omer, Man, y'all, need to, y'all need to do next pod, uh, get, do comparisons again for basketball players, see if anything's changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were talking about that. That's an excellent idea. Yeah. A lot's changed. It's been three years since we did that episode, right? Yeah, a lot has changed. Yeah. yeah. The game has changed. But skill-wise, yeah. Omer probably Jamie Tarp, too, because he's like, yeah. he's the best. Yes. We're oh, saying uh, for we're saying sod for Jamie Tart. Oh, yeah, I was about to say. That is perfect. Focus on the finesse, you know. He likes to take care of himself. He loves the game. Yeah, <laughs> man, that is just bottom left alone. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> left alone. He thinks he thinks he's the best at basketball. <laughs> best at soccer. That's perfect. That is good. Yeah. He has a lot of rugby. He has a lot of the redeeming qualities that that Jamie does have as well. And Jamie's character arc, he's got a soft spot, and Saad's got a soft spot too as well. So that's yeah, whether he likes to admit it or not, <laughs> he, he will never admit it. Probably. No. Man, I was he, this guy was talking shit about Mountain Brook Creamy. Ended up at Mountain Brook Creamy the next day. <laughs> I know. I texted. I was like, man, you fake as hell, man. <laughs> <laughs> it do be like that sometimes for some people. You know what I mean. <laughs> That it wasn't creamy, but it's in the name, creamery. <laughs> hey man, okay, Mountain Creamy Fryer, but established point is they're getting that ice cream straight from whatever company in North Carolina or Bluebell. I don't know what it is. And we're, we're just, we're just eating. I'm consuming it more than yeah, I it's good. Jenny's. I, I never said it was bad, but whatever it is, it's amazing. God dang, this is my preferred creamery around town. Yeah, Brewsters is also really. I love Brewsters, even though it's a chain. Oh, wow. I love Brewsters. Yep, yep. All right, who who do we have left in terms of characters? Oh gosh, we we ran, we didn't go through our friend group pretty exhaustively, but I think we went through most the of the main characters, most yeah. of the main characters pretty exhaustively. Um, no one in the group, Keely. Oh gosh, he's like very very kind and ambitious. But yeah, I got, very, perf- I got the perfect. Oh, who did you say for Ushman? Who you said something Nate, for Ushman? Ushman is Nate. Nate. Yeah. <laughs> 100% <laughs> is Nate. Oh, man. I thought I took that Nate. He got tied with it. He just tagged us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I, I, will, I, I will be Nate. Nate. I oh, we're no also saying for Nate, the... But Ushman is Nate. You know why? Yeah, that's good. That's funny. Dude, Nate is so... In, he's in so incredibly talented at what he does. But yeah. he has the confidence issues. And that's the same thing with Ushman, man. And that's what Ushman we're saying for... for uh, McAdoo. No, this is what we're saying for uh, Ushwin could also be season two, episode one, Danny Rojas when he killed the dog. Oh, yeah. 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 But Ushwin's not that like, hyper all the time. Yeah. Literally, before, before we played pickup basketball last October, he's like, it's done. I don't know if I can do this. So that's, that's Nate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he nailed me. Oh, oh, Nate's insane. I don't know if I can do this. Yeah, like, insanely <laughs> talented. Like, oh, insanely talented. Like, he's the best. It could be Isaac as well. Yeah, it could definitely be Isaac. Yeah. Oh, I like that too. Yeah. Gosh. Oh, I have left. Oh. And if we forgot about y'all, man, I still love you. You can you can yeah, reach out to me. This is a limited character pool. Yeah, you, you can punch me in the arm or break my heart or whatever y'all need to. We'll do a show with a bigger cast next time. Yeah. yeah. I'll do one for a loke, but I, I can't. Hello. We were talking about we were talking about a loke too. Oh, we said a little bit of Danny Danny Rojas in the loke. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he also cursed. I'll go a little Jamie Tart on the uh, who was coming to basketball. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that yeah. Canadian dude who showed up at Higgins' house. Oh, oh it's, it's yeah. Like, <laughs> that Christmas episode is that yeah, random yeah, Canadian yeah. player. There's also Jan, the, Dutch, the like just blunt Dutch dude. Is <laughs> yeah. anyone in our group that blunt, though? Who's Rebecca? Who? Oh, no. Who, who went through a tough time but came around recently? Not to put them on blast or anything. Not to- <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I think we all did. COVID pandemic. We're all Rebecca. Hey, man. I'm one day COVID free. Yeah. I'm Our boy, Delta free. Delta free, man. Delta free. That's why I couldn't hang out with you guys last weekend. Yeah. Wait, well, how are your symptoms? 
Uh, they're the mild because uh, I got the I got the vaccine, so yeah. they're, they're pretty mild. It was just like all the time, though, so that's like. Dang. If you're unvaccinated, get the vaccine. Pro vaccination. Yeah, I'm about to come after this podcast. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, it's getting very bad. I'm wearing a Johnson and Johnson podcast. J and J sponsors. <laughs> hey, they probably got loads of money. I mean, all the companies do. Yeah. It will take a sponsorship for any any one of those companies. <laughs> Let's go. Junior, I, think, I think that's probably it for for all the comparisons, right? Yeah, I think covers. Yeah, sorry yeah, if we missed someone. But we'll yeah. definitely we'll probably think of something after the podcast. Yeah. Like, cheers, like that, but it was pretty kinda... spot spot on for sure. It was, it was pretty spot on. If if you have any concerns, you can Facetime me directly. <laughs> Get me on LinkedIn, Facebook Messenger, Instagram DMs are kind of occupied right now. Whoa! <laughs> I remember said, this man was engaged. Not. Um, I'm just messing, man. You, you know me, me, me Shanur. We're here for the long run. <laughs> Shanur, have you tried the uh, Popeye's chicken nuggets? No. Are they out now? Yeah, they're out. I've been watching YouTube videos on it. Just <laughs> <laughs> get a gate. You know, should I get it? They look amazing. Oh, my God. They look fantastic. Can't wait to try them. What else TV have you guys been consuming? Uh, Shinor, you said you've consumed a lot of TV. Well, what else have you been watching? Um, I've been watching a lot of anime that you guys probably don't care about, so we don't have to talk about it. <laughs> he, he didn't see uh, Invincible. Which oh, yeah, know. I watched Invincible, too. Oh, that's great, man. I love that show. Fun. Yeah. What was that? I did a fun. Did you watch that show? Invincible. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I was the one told you to watch it. Uh, well, I was only one episode deep. Yeah. Um, um, I've been on this great. HBO Max grind. I watched Mayor of Easttown. You know, Zon watched that. Incredible. Kept you guessing the entire time um, on your toes. Uh, I watched another show called The White Lotus, I think. So me and Saad watched together. And we, we really identified some undertones in the show that, I, you know, I think are very relevant to our society today. I, you know, it's entertainment, but it's also bringing out lots of issues uh, amongst uh, America and civilization today. So that was pretty good. Good show. Re- highly recommend. Highly recommend Mayor of Easttown. Sure. Um, what else? Uh, me and Zanup started watching. It's a popular show on Netflix now. Manifest. It's like top ten or something. Yeah, I, I like yeah. it. For the, it's, it's just real repetitive. Yeah. It is very repetitive. Uh, First three episodes, pretty decent, but yeah, I like it. I, something yeah, that I got through like a season. I, I watched the first two seasons, and one on Netflix, and a season and a half was easy to get through. But the uh, last half of the second season, I was I was struggling. I was on the struggle bus. That's what we're currently watching. But what else? I watched a watched, lot. No, I watched this Netflix called Behind Her Eyes. It's pretty good. It's like a British TV show, I think. Really? It's like it's a limited series. I think like five episodes or something. But it was interesting. Uh, is on just yeah is yeah, on just recommend recommend me a show called startup to me and i'm i'm engaged i'm in I'm, uh, oh that's a fast moving uh, show yeah, man. I'm, I'm rooting i'm rooting fair warning that show i it's been a while since i've watched a show that intense where like no I, this morning yeah. yeah yeah this morning uh i i'm in medical school uh i've seen i've seen a lot of blood I didn't really sleep well last night. I put the show on this morning. And it was so intense. I had to turn it off because I started feeling on Oh, wow. Yeah. Like when I know something's about to happen in a show, like something bad's about to happen, I like turn the volume down because I don't want to yeah. hear. Yeah. <laughs> I did that in that show like so many times. Like it's crazy intense, but it's a really good show. What else? You know what uh, I, not a TV show. You know what I realized I had uh, like a few days ago? Yeah. I realized I had trypophobia. Uh, a few days ago, you know how I figured it out. I was watching someone unseed a sunflower seed, like a sunflower, yeah. and I had to to like. <laughs> I felt very unwell for like thirty minutes after oh, watching it. Sorry, Shinora. I thought I was about to throw up. Oh god, yeah, that's how I figured out I had trypophobia. Oh my god, yeah, that sensation sounds almost suff- oh god. Like I've seen like other things of, of like uh, you know a bunch of like holes or whatever. And it's kind of like skewed me out a little bit, but for some reason, the sunflower, the giant sunflower got me. 
<laughs> so, worse than feet for sure. Huh? <laughs> feet are just nasty. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. I'm barefoot right now, though. Shinora, don't look down there. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm a guest. Put some socks on. <laughs> I know, man, but this is my home. <laughs> this is where I make a living. Damn, you a hoe. I am. <laughs> I am. I <laughs> am. <laughs> a lot of good TV out there, guys. A lot of TV. Good TV. All right. Final segue. I, I think this actually connects pretty pretty good. The NBA Rewind <laughs> and the NBA Preview. I say it connects pretty good because I thought the finals were really feel good, man. I, I know a Fonz team lost, but the story of Giannis is just like yeah, man. almost you know the same as the story of Ted Lasso, in my opinion. Power of positivity. Power of positivity. You can help but smile when he won the championship. Like I don't know. There's not a player that you feel so good about than Giannis. I don't know. I'm not even a Bucks fan. Like when we were watching, uh, we were, me and a follower in Houston, we're watching with Zanub's brothers and they were rooting for Giannis. Like he, they were like diehard Bucks fans. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> not that serious, but like that just tell, tells you how gravitating Giannis is as a player and how good of a human being. I feel, t- I mean, the first thing that came to my mind was a fond man, tough yeah. one for CP3. I'm yeah. not a fan of either what Bucks or the Suns, but you know, wanted CP3 to finally get one. But hey, Giannis pulled it out, and you know something that stuck with me is I think uh, I met Mustaba in uh, Chicago, and he's like, you know, the Bucks are better without Giannis, and it's like I, I just couldn't co- comprehend that a Bucks fan would say such a statement. Like dude, I think I, I, I honestly did not think of him as a basketball fan after that because I, that's <laughs> oh, not, it's not yeah, impossible. Yeah. Like you don't know basketball if that's what you're saying. Push the ball. And if you're listening to this, that was the worst take possible. <laughs> horrible, horrible, horrible take. I, I I couldn't believe you said this thing. But at the end of the day, I think Giannis in the final showed who he is. If he's down below the basically the free throw line, he's dominant. You can't stop him. Obviously, he's got a long way to go in the outside perimeter game. But hey, congratulations to Bucks. Yeah, who doesn't? Yeah. Gosh, what a, it was a really entertaining finals. Really, it was a great playoffs. Really, really fun playoffs. I, me and Afan watched the playoffs exclusively with our dad, and our dad was just so into it. Like we, that was like our nighttime routine. We just huddle up, watch basketball together. Just a good time. Just a great time. And that's what you remember for years to come. Those times of family and enjoying, or those times of friends and enjoying yeah. moments like those. You know. And not be stuck in orthopedic surgery case. Shout out Omar for making sacrifice. Yeah. Hey man, no, if we all got broken hips one day, <laughs> we we're gonna be we're gonna be in trouble. Omar is not us. as as a Chris Paul fan, it was it was definitely hard to see him lose. But you know, there's there's a couple silver linings, like it was the first time making the making the finals which was a huge deal. Um, seeing him lead such a young team, you know, a team that second best player was 24 years old and third best, third best player was 22 years old, leading that team all the way to the finals. That was huge. You know, him being injured throughout the playoffs, whether it was COVID or the shoulder or the wrist or whatever, and, you know, just kind of overcoming that and still playing, you know, trying his best. It was, it was frustrating to see he, like he obviously did not have his best performances in the finals. Um, it was frustrating to see as a fan, but, you know, you do appreciate, you know, that he, he made it this far and carried the team this far, um, especially because they weren't even, you know, they weren't even supposed to be there. Um, and then like the, the second silver lining was that it was Giannis who won. If it was anybody else, you know, I think it would have hurt me more. Yeah. Um, game six, like after he'd won, like I was surprisingly just like, you know, I was obviously a little, you know, down or defeated that, you know, Chris Paul didn't, didn't, didn't win the finals, but like the silver lining was there, like this guy, man, because Giannis always been one of my favorite players in the league, just always like, even I'm a huge Rockets fan. And when Harden and Giannis always had that beef, I would always support Giannis because it was like, uh, come on, man, like he hasn't done anything. Like, why are you just <laughs> taking shots at him? You know, um, and like, they were, like when Giannis was taking shots, it was always like playful, you know, it wasn't like you know, don't, don't take it to heart like that. Um, and just the way he carried himself versus how Harden carried himself, like just kind of, you know, always gravitated more towards Giannis. And I used to always tell his on, I was like, man, if somehow we could get Giannis in Houston, just somehow it'd be incredible. I'd get like a Jersey immediately. It'd be my new favorite player and everything. Um, but yeah, it was, it was cool to see Giannis, you know, again, what Ma is saying, such a, such a good story. 
um, from him coming, you know, from the streets of Greece uh, and like losing his father in his first year in the NBA, you know, having to support all his brothers and his mom and now being on literally the pinnacle of the NBA. Like no one can talk shit to Giannis anymore. I'm sorry. Sorry, James Harden. You cannot talk shit to this dude. This guy is one of the most accomplished NBA players in the history of the NBA. And he's already, he's only 26. And that's crazy to, it's crazy to think about. I think a lot of people already probably put Giannis ahead of Harden just because of the championship. Most likely. I'm I think assume. He, was, he was ahead regardless, even if he didn't win the championship. He had, I mean, he had the defense part of the year. He had the two MVPs. Um, uh, obviously like a lot there's people who are putting him like as you know like when it's said and done he'll be the greatest power forward to ever play um uh, that's to be seen you know how the rest of his career goes but like, if you think about it he's already more accomplished than like than uh, kevin garnett or even Dirk. Like, he's more accomplished than those like on paper by his accolades i mean obviously he still has to finish his career and you know accumulate all those points and yeah. all those other stats and but like at this point of his career, he's even more accomplished than KD at this point of his career. Too. Yeah, something's crazy. Giannis got two MVPs and KD only has one. That's yeah, it's crazy. He, he also has defensive player of the year, and he has like oh. like five time All NBA defense. Like it's he also has a real ring. It was coming. <laughs> no, but KD first we got Harden, and then we moved to KD. I, was angry. <laughs> I still, I still think Katie is the best friend in the NBA, though. So for, he's he's incredible. I think it's like it's for me. It's Katie, Giannis, one A, one B. Like that's where I'm I was at. talking to his um, Don't let LeBron hear this. He'll tweet about it. <laughs> I was talking to Zon, and I was, I was, I think I said Giannis, and I, I think I'm changing to Katie as well. I because I watched, I listened to Drew Holiday, and this guy literally said, "This guy messes Katie guarding Katie messes with your mind." Like that's insane. Imagine like doing something in your life and it just messes with your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Google. <laughs> yeah. What do you realistically? What do you do? What do you do? I think what did he say? He said like it in Katie like infiltrates your mind or something. Men- mentally penetrating. That's what he mentally said. Mentally yeah, penetrating. Oh he said, God, he said graphic. Weird, but... <laughs> that's, something, that's something Russ would say, you know. Russ. <laughs> Yeah, we should we should do a Russ rewind. Russ cringe rewind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or, or or a Fuji tube cringe rewind too. Rest in peace, baby. No, no, no. Or we need to rewatch that video at some point, man. <laughs> Shout out dollar. 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 What kind of dream is it? Uh, oh yeah, I remember I remember I watched that with Shinori and he could not stop laughing. It's because when people decide, oh, I need to cry, but hold on, let me put my camera on me first. <laughs> yeah, and dude, that's sixty percent of TikTok, man. Like, it's six, it's, uh, not, listen, 60%. not to sound like a boomer, but this new generation—they don't know how to process their emotions unless the camera's in their face. Uh, Agreed, hundred percent. It's weird. It's so weird. It's really. That, cool. And when I say this generation, I mostly just mean white people. Like, white people. Mm. Let's Are, can I go off on the whites on this podcast? Or is that- <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, we're, we're, we're a podcast founded on multiculturalism and diversity. <laughs> oh, we were watching Pocahontas earlier today. We want to talk about the whites. Man. Oh, man. These white men are dangerous. Be careful. <laughs> and, but me and Shinur got competing interests. <laughs> right, we, we don't have to talk about it. We can move on. Oh, man. But yeah, Katie doesn't have a real ring. That's what I was saying. Yeah, he'll probably man. get one. Now. I mean, he will never have one in Brooklyn either. He would. I was so excited to watch him. If we can just, re, if we're gonna do a rewind, I was so excited to watch him this season. And it's gonna be him and Kyrie and a bunch of fun Nets players, and it was gonna be fun. I could watch Katie play basketball without like having like any like kind of baggage towards him. And then the other player I hate the most. Like, <laughs> well, uh, I think you hate him the most. Yeah, I don't. I I get over K- for here's the thing. I I do hate Harden the most, and with KD it's like a cycle. I'm like I get over, it, and then he brings it up talking about how we were underdogs on the Golden State Warriors. Like shut up, no you weren't. Then I get angry again. <laughs> <laughs> I think so the worst thing they said recently was Brooklyn. the Draymond and, and KD were Brooklyn. like Steve Kerr messed up. Like what the hell is he supposed to do, man? He's not your dad. I don't know, man. Y'all are he's grown men. Figure it out by yourself. He's a child. That was a. I, I listened to a little bit of that interview. That was just was. I don't even know what to think. 
it just feels like you're entitled at that point when you're saying it, you know? He, I think Katie was always going to leave. Yeah. That was, I just think that was just the kind of an excuse to just be like, Hey, this was the Draymond was a scapegoat of me leaving. That was just, he was always going to leave. Yeah. Yeah. He's a different superstar. He, he, he gets, you know, he does what he wants to do. And I kind of respect that. Like, you know, when he joined the Warriors, he was just like, you know, whatever. I don't give, I don't give a crap about it. He just did I'll it. I give one thing. KD's pretty real, man. Like LeBron, honestly, LeBron yeah, got a little fake, fake personality to him. Like a lot of fake stuff. Off. We definitely get canceled. And like even <laughs> like honestly, any, any of them, honestly, any of them. Like Westbrook the too. I think Westbrook got some fake stuff to him. And, and like I'm talking about like social media perspective. And then, but KD is real, and so is Kyrie. To be honest, too. Respect. I, I like. I actually respect Kyrie. Kyrie, he's a great guy. He's Muslim. Alhamdulillah. You're right. Why I gotta like him because he's Muslim? Should you don't like me? I'm Muslim. There's plenty of Muslims I don't like. I'll say salam to them. Inshallah, I'm happy they're on the right path. Hopefully, he gets what he get. We get the most out of his song. Yeah, I, I have never agreed with Shinor more. Hey, he built a wall. I don't like Pakistan, you. Man. That's the minute. I think you're an amazing I basketball respect, player. I respect. I'm talking about basketball player. I'm talking about as a basketball player. Yeah. He's I an amazing have... basketball player. He does a lot of good things off the court. He's also an idiot. He thinks the earth is flat. Absolutely. <laughs> well, well, welcome to the real brother. But also, just because you think the Earth is flat doesn't mean you're a bad guy. Yeah, yeah, you're not a bad guy. You're probably just dumb. That's probably. Did he come out and say that was just like a joke? No, he yeah, didn't apologize he for it. He was like, but... he was like, he apologized for saying it. He didn't apologize for what he said. If that makes sense. And then he kind of just stopped talking about it. <laughs> he got the Illuminati on his shoes, man. I, I don't know. That that's the reason I can't buy the new ones. They have the Illuminati ones. I. I yeah. can't. Why? Explain. Yeah, just buy them. Who cares? Dude, no, I don't, I don't, I don't, it's about it's them. about what you believe with them. Is on. Don't let any any character, any outside entity judge who you are as a person. That's culture. The like, third I don't like that. It's weird. Yeah, he does have. But you're right. Jose was right. Katie's very authentic. He's just honestly, he just likes to play basketball. That's really. I it. I respect that. You know, it just, just comes. You know, shut up about going to Golden State. <laughs> <laughs> no, this all just comes back to the point that Giannis is the most relatable player in the league. That's why everyone loves Giannis. <laughs> yeah. You can't hate the dude. Uh, Giannis is great. Yeah, he's also hate the guy. very authentic. To be honest, he doesn't. He's super authentic. Player, right? He's just he's just fifty fifty. <laughs> Giannis, 50 yeah, Giannis and Steph are the most easy to root for, in my opinion. For like sure, superstars—they're just so fun to root for. Giannis just has a demeanor about him that, like, he's just a normal guy who'll just, like, show up in your living room and watch basketball and, like, eat some wings with you. You know? Bro, he went to Chick-fil-A and got a half lemon. Right, man. He changed the world. <laughs> I don't think there's any other NBA player that's as, as relatable. Not even Steph. I think Steph is, like, in that that tier that he's kind of seen as, like, a god to some people now, you know? Yes. But Giannis, you're right. I feel like I can kind of just approach him and not feel kind of weird about asking for a photo. Or yeah, if I met Giannis on the street, I would just start. I feel like I'd just like be so comfortable in talking to him. Yeah. But like, as opposed with, to LeBron, like, if I met LeBron on the streets, I'd be like nervous and scared. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I don't want this dude off. Yeah, like LeBron and Steph are like mythical feature, like figures. Kind of, they're just like they're not. They're not even human beings. LeBron's probably going to send us a season desist letter when he hears this. Podcast because Space Jam too needs a season to this letter. How bad you know, that was. I enjoyed Space Jam and then I thought about it. I was like, dang, that was horrible. It was. <laughs> that was <atrocious>. That's <laughs> the first time I've ever, anyone I heard say I enjoy Space Jam, kind of referring to this uh, newest Space Jam. Hey, I haven't watched the new Space Jam yet. I heard it was terrible. It was so bad. Listen, is it better than the first one? I love the first one. No, the first one was amazing compared to this one, was like absolute garbage. For real, I think it probably yeah. it probably proves that. Well, hey, what was the right? Kevin Durant movie? Oh, oh Thunderstruck! I, <laughs> I had the poster for that. Yeah. Thunderstruck actually wasn't bad. Exactly. That was a good movie. Yeah. If you watch it, you're you're probably just gonna be like, "What am I watching?" Like it's so confusing. Like there's just so much going on. Oh uh, damn! You should do best basketball movies next podcast. Oh man, I don't know if I've like, seen it. Oh, hey, man, sports oh, dude, what's the University of Texas El Paso movie? Oh, God. Coach Carter? Coach Carter. Yeah, no, Glory Coach Road. Glory Road. Glory Road and Coach Carter are really good. Oh, yeah, Coach Carter. My, my goat. Hey, Does high school count? What? Does high school musical count? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro. Hey, it counts. It counts. It counts, but you it's, it's fire. Come on now. Ah, uh, bro. Dang. 
I love that movie. Hey man, I think we're near enough towards the end now, right? Yeah. yeah. I think quick preview to next year. I mean, I think yeah, we all wait, we wait, all see dude, we all uh, see the Nets. Wait, we used to do Song of the Day, remember? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So oh, we'll, yeah. we'll save the preview for the next episode since we'll be yeah, reading better. Uh, within the next month or so. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, like Song of the Day, man. Uh, Shinur is our guest on the podcast today. Here's Virtual Insanity by Jamiroquai.